cowl we created for the trail. Oh my God, so that's I, what you meant by cowl. Yeah, it's oh. a cow. It's a calf like, or a cow. And an owl, a cow. Chris has got a very good vocabulary. And I was like, what the hell does this word mean? But no, it's just a made up word. Well, I mean, I can also give you cowls. <laughs> cowls. He, was, he was throwing you for a loop there. Oh, yeah. I was like, what the heck is he talking about? <laughs> Frankenstein animal oh, that he's got out gosh. there. Oh, gosh. I'm going to play some music. I think we did this last time. Did we have the music? With oh, the we, didn't even have the, we didn't even have the music at the start. It was like just... Like we were like duct taping the microphones up. And yeah, you had some sort of clamps, I think. Yep, yeah, we were using our folding table, and the clamps didn't work. So yeah, hot on this folding table. Yeah, yeah, it was a mess. No, <laughs> I mean we can. <laughs> well, you guys don't have the headphones, and that's okay. Uh, I'll intro it in, but we got some music, and then I'll introduce all three of you, and then we'll just jump right into it. Can you sing the music for us? As it's There's no song, so <laughs> you know, you guys don't want me to sing Welcome back in Wyoming Knuckleheads. I'm your host, Aaron Gray, and I'm sitting with my co-host, Zach Gill. And today we have the Sheridan Community Land Trust. And I'll go from right to left. We've got Executive Director Brad Bauer, Historical Educator and Events Coordinator, Carrie Edinger. Edinger. Edinger, okay. And then Director of Marketing and Development, Chris Verba. Thanks for all three of you coming by. Thank you for having us. Yeah, so uh, we were just talking right before the music there about the... uh, the mess we were the first time I interviewed Chris and Brad um, in their in their office and the equipment we had. And so uh, uh, I really appreciate you guys coming to the studio and talk a little bit more about the, the land trust. Yeah, thanks for having us. Humble beginnings you came from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and to say it was a mess is not at all what it is. It really is getting to the point of like, man, this is like homegrown, do it yourself, independent spirit, starting out a podcast, coming in backpack full of gear we're trying you know we are we like we were duct taping mics and and holding them and and we were doing it right in the middle of brad's office on a little folding table that we found and i you know what better way to characterize what the essential essence of wyoming is than coming in and doing it like that yeah we're we're freedom and independent right yeah absolutely Yep. And duct tape. Yep. Well, can't, can't forget duct tape. It's the most important <laughs> tool in the toolbox. Yes. <laughs> so um, one thing that we want to hit on right off the bat is something that we didn't cover the first time was the historical preservation that the land trust does. And uh, since we got Carrie here, so I'll let you kind of um, kind of run with it. But um, I'll start with the historical tours. I think Chris hit on it back when we did the first one, but talk to us a little bit about where that came from and then kind of what, what they are right now, because they're going right now. So yes, yes. It all started with the first tour, which is the black diamond byway trail. And that started out as a driving tour and going back to old technology with an audio CD and a printed map. And you kind of find your way to the sites. And then it went to a travel story app, which is kind of where I stepped in. And um, I started as AmeriCorps Vista. So my project was to introduce three new projects to the history program. So I basically updated that tour to a virtual tour for community members who don't get out to see the sites. So it includes recent photos and historical photos, video format, and on our website. 
Um, she was doing Zoom or we were looking for Zoom yes. before we even knew pandemic would bring Zoom to the forefront of the <laughs> oh, world. Oh, wow. So I was like, you know, she was, we were trying to find like, how can we do these things virtually? People could sit at home and experience history. And lo yeah. and behold, we now have the Kleenex of technology, you know, Zoom. We can yeah. all yeah. hop on that now. Oh, and, awesome. and instead of doing it from the office and people sitting in their homes, my whole big plan was to yeah. take it to community organizations like the Hub on Smith and present those tours. Um, but we have two new tours out that just came out this winter, the human migration of southeastern Sheridan County. And yes, that's a mouthful. But we're covering all of southeastern Sheridan County. What inspired that is that the land trust holds a preservation easement on the Houston homestead. So that's kind of one of the first settlement areas besides the big red ranch that was out there as well. But um that inspired four themes that that tours on, which is nomadic, horse, water, and settlement. So we're looking at land as part of our historical mission and water like resources and how all the history kind of evolves around those things. Awesome. And it's a very broad look and I'm starting to work with the Claremont Historical Group more. We're developing a walking tour of downtown Claremont. Um, so it's starting to get established community engagement awesome. down in Southeast Sheridan County. Cool. Yeah. Um, then the next one is Big Goose Creek Walking Tour. And that has now been, gosh, when did we do that? April? I think we did in April, <laughs> um, is, is we did a Zoom event and it's a virtual tour and Little Goose Media was very kind with their donation and did all the video production of that virtual tour. And I actually did the audio recording of Bill Yellowtail. He's the narrator, wow. which is exciting. Yeah. Um, that's also on our website to see. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. But that's an in-person tour as well. So you could do the virtual or actually go see those sites. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yes. Awesome. And I think I've given the walking tour, gosh, I've lost count, maybe six times already. Oh, wow. What yeah. are some of the sites you see along the way? Is the Mandel Cabin. Um, there's the Big Goose Creek Buffalo Jump. We don't reveal the real site, but we talk about it broadly. Um, Mr. Whitney and then the Mill Mill Park. Talk about that whole area. Awesome. And also the big change of Big Goose Creek when it was rerouted in the 60s. Gotcha. Which a lot of the participants of the walking tour are very interested in, especially when we walk down Brook Street mm -hmm. or walking right in the creek bed. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. How did, how would one uh, sign up for a, a walking tour? And then what other, what are, cause I see there's other ones on here. Are there any other in-person walking tours? Not yet. Okay. In development. Awesome. Fantastic. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, you sign but up on the website. Is that how you? You uh, contact you? me either email history at SheridanCLT.org or call the office. Gotcha. And then set it up. Yes. That's awesome. I do want to lead into, you kind of led me into this next question. What is a historic preservation easement? Historic preservation easement prever, pre, uh, excuse me, <laughs> preserves the historical identity of a structure or a site. And it's a very good tool because you cannot modify specific either historical architectural elements or whatever part of that site is recognized as being historically significant. Gotcha. The yeah. 
where we're sitting right now. What is this building, Market Hall? Yep. Just across the street, that big, beautiful old building <laughs> over yeah. there. Yep. Sheridan yes. Inn. That was the first building in the in the state of Wyoming to have a historical preservation easement on it. Gotcha. And okay. We hold that agreement. Yes. So that's that preserves certain elements of that building for a certain period of time. The gotcha. Cool windows that you see, you know, it kind of makes up the big dormers, right? That are yeah. Kind of the aesthetic of that building. That's part of what's under that historical preservation. Gotcha. Okay. So that, that's probably something people don't understand that you guys also kind of incorporate because, you know, most people probably just think, you know, land trusts, you know, like yeah. the trails and the, yep. you know, but so awesome. That's cool. Yes. Okay. Trails, conservation, and historic places and stories. Yeah. And community engagement. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Um, that does lead me into um, the conservation program. So I think just to clear that up a little bit um, on what conservation is and what you guys do on getting conservation agreements, you know, for maybe more trails or, um, you know, I guess it could be more historic properties, but I don't know whoever wants to take yeah, that one. Yeah, conservation but. tends to be, uh, maybe it has an element of trails or maybe it does have an element of history, but it can certainly be a standalone on its own. Um, the, staying with the wonky legal tools that Carrie started just describing, but there's also the conservation easement or a, um, a voluntary oh, well. conservation agreement, the same thing. Gotcha. Essentially, those are setting aside those, those properties tend to be, you know, working farms and ranches, open space, wildlife type properties, and making sure that they stay open in character for generations to come. So it's a, it's a legal document that we hold with what, nine families now across the county? Um, you know, for uh, and totals just about four thousand acres. About we four thousand acres, yeah. Uh, and I believe we have four currently. Yeah, we're at working various on four stages right now. of development. And so they, you know, they might incorporate a, a, a conservation, or they might incorporate a trail, or they might incorporate a, his, uh, a historical element. But typically, it's that quality of that land that we're mm. looking to preserve. And so, Sheridan is. A beautiful spot, right? Sheridan County is a beautiful spot. And one of the things that's appealing to a lot of folks, whether you're new to town or like you guys who grew up here for years, all your life, um, you look west of town and you get to see that, you know, nice open working lands. You know, we got beautiful places that have beautiful views and there's certainly places for homes and families, but there's also spaces for that open view shed. And that's what we're trying to what we are doing is preserving or conserving that, uh, that character. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, so for me, I'm an Iowa native. I come from the corn and bean fields and hog lots of Northwest Iowa. You don't drive around out there and you will see open space. It's a field and it's going to grow 200 bushel corn or better, but you don't look out and go, oh, which you know, I remember when I first came and visited Sharon at Sheridan, excuse me, easy for me to say, right? <laughs> when I first was driving along I-90 and you get over the hill on the other side of the Powder River and you finally get to see the beautiful big horns. I mean, it is that, it's that, oh, okay. <laughs> and as you, you know, you make the turn past Buffalo and you start heading north towards Sheridan, and when you start talking about open space and working lands and why that's important, you know, a drive down I-90, you get to survey so much of that and you can see, okay, all right, like we have in my home county over 200 wind turbines that are out there. And 
uh, you know, that, those are the kind of things that, you know, certainly need some strategic placement in a landscape. And, but in a place like Northwest Iowa, that's just flat as a pancake and the tallest structures are the neighboring town's grain elevator 15 miles away. <laughs> that's what I grew up with. You know, you, you, you don't understand the true value of what those open view sheds are until you get to a place like the West. So if, in y'all's case where you've been fortunate enough to grow up around it, I can, I can see how folks kind of get inured to it. But you know, for me, my challenge has always been, and it's been a challenge I get to do all the time is always being able to enjoy exactly what that is every time I'm out. You know, I, I remember one of the first times I, I was talking about doing a sign project with Nadine over at Alpha Graphics. <laughs> and I was coming back down the road from uh, Red Grade Trails. And here's this herd of about a hundred pronghorn right there on the, the first set of foothills. I believe that's Hidden Valley Ranch right there. It might've been uh polar ranch over on the other side. Right. Mm -hmm. But I'm, you know, I'm talking to Nadine about some, some design I sent out to her earlier that day. And I like, I had to just, I dead stopped. Uh, I'm oh, sorry, Nadine. There's just all these pronghorns around here. <laughs> I just, I like, I just have to take it in. I just, they get me every time I see them. It's so, and that's what makes it so, what makes Sheridan County such a special place. You know, with some of these uh, voluntary conservation agreements that are under development, you know, that open space and working land here in Wyoming also can be working wildlife land too. You know, it, like you're not just putting, uh, you're not just growing hay or pasture for cattle that feeds so many other animals too. It helps us sustain the stocks of wildlife we have. You know, so then you look at other potential challenges that come with that. You know, can we, can we help seasonal movements? You know, especially we, you know, SCLT right now is part of a multi-partner group uh, looking at the populations of, and seasonal movement of mule deer and the Northern bighorns, you know, on the backside, we can have some options to help both with those mule deer and to also help landowners profitability in their ranching operations. Right. Yeah. That's an interesting point because, you know, these tools, this voluntary conservation agreement that Chris was uh, pining about the wildlife and, and that's a really important part of our landscape, but these are working fi family farms, usually family ranches. And this can be a very good business decision for folks as well mm -hmm. to consider. It's not right for everybody, but it certainly is right for those who it's right for. Yeah. Um, you know, they might use that, uh, doing a, a, an agreement with us to help them with their estate planning, uh, help make sure that that property stays in the family for generations to come. They might use that, uh, the, pro the proceeds of a project like that to add to the farm or the ranch mm -hmm. so that they can have more profitability within their operation. Um, or they might just purely do a, an agreement with us because they care about that legacy of that property that they've stewarded, that they've right. you know, maybe have been on it for generations and, and want to see it as being a farm or ranch for, for generations. To yeah, come. absolutely. It's a pretty keep, cool tool. Yeah. <laughs> keep that aesthetic of Sheridan, you know, too, is kind of certainly. The, yeah. yeah. Um, Zach, did you have any questions on the history side at all? Um, 
no, I think that's that's really cool. I didn't know um, that that was also part of, of what you guys do is, is that history. Yeah, that. that Black Diamond Tour, I think that is one of the coolest things you can do if you have a little bit of time with like a with company. You can, you know, as Carrie said, you know, it's a travel story app now. Right. Or you can sit at home and watch it as well. But if you have time with company, a rainy day, or you have, you know, folks who don't want to really want to hike and just want to maybe go for a drive, you, you see... Cool sites like the big cities of what? Monarch, Deets. I mean, Deets was <laughs> metropolises. Yeah, that's actually kind of cool. They were they were yeah. big towns in their day. Like right. there's, you know, like one of them had like what they called like piano row. Like where like people it, it, where there was enough wealth in that town that there was you owned a piano. You were you know you you made sure. it right. Yeah, and you're looking at that spot because the, the app draw, brought you there and is narrating to you as you're getting there. You're looking at that spot and it's a hayfield. Right. Yeah. It's like, and this used to be like a town of a thousand people and now it's, you know. Yeah. Just ag land. That's yeah. kind of cool, right? Awesome. I mean, that's this yeah. kind of neat aspect of, and being newish to this area, it's a neat way to, to learn some of the history that yeah. would otherwise not maybe be necessarily available to me to discover. Absolutely. And you're talking about too, you know, before we were talking about our reach here on the podcast and that's for anyone visiting, you know, like you can do that. That's easy. It's a drive. Yeah, totally. Um, if you're driving through Sheridan, like you have a day or something, hit that up. Um, and that leads me into, I do want to talk about if someone hasn't listened to our first one with Brad and Chris, I do want to talk about you guys have so many trails and trail systems. And I kind of do want to talk about where are they? What are they? Um, and, uh, you know, what are they used for? Cause I think the other side we've hit on a lot of stuff. We've talked history, conservation, and then now it's, well, there's recreation too. Yeah. So, um, I'll just name them off and then you guys can kind of all just like popcorn around, but <laughs> there's, you guys have the soldier Ridge trail, tongue river water trail, Malcolm wall park trail, red grade. And is that it? Am I missing one? No, I think that's it. That that would be the systems at this point. Yeah, the yeah. systems, yep. And then you guys probably have some other ones in the works. But so those are the four systems, trail systems that you guys have currently. What's your favorite? You guys, have you experienced any of them? Yeah. I got nods in the room here. <laughs> um, I think I've been on the red grade one. Uh, and then Hidden Hood I've been on because it's just like right next to my house. Um, and then the soldier, the soldier. Nice. Thing, so, cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm reading my, yeah. Well, Zach, would you say, uh, you know, having it right there close to your house and being able to get out on Hidden Hoot, would, would you uh, concur that uh, we're making it easier than ever before to go from your front door to the outdoors oh, right yeah. here in Sheridan County? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's five minute walk, I think, to get from there up to uh, the golf course there, the Hidden Bridges golf course, and then onto the trail. Nice. So, yeah. yeah, it's super, super easy and super quick. Yeah. Um, it's a cool bike riding trail too. That's what I'm going to start doing now that it's back open. Uh, go ride my bike around there. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, and you know, the great part about that is, and this is a shameless plug time, uh, <laughs> on Thursday, May 27th from six to 8 PM, uh, SCLT along with Antelope Butte Foundation, uh, Sheridan Bicycle Company and the Bomber Mountain Cycle Club. So this really is a team effort here are holding our first of nine mountain bike discovery nights and we'll be riding okay. hidden Hoot trail. So, you know, whether you consider yourself a, a, a new or beginning rider or an, someone of intermediate level or an expert, you know, there's riding groups at that for all experience levels. So you can learn here and then take those skills and ride anywhere. 
Perfect. Uh, and that's actually the first of nine this summer. So oh, are you at nine now? Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. Well, it, I'm always the last one to know, which is great. I don't need to know this stuff. It's great. Yeah. So good team. We got a good team. Yeah. It's those first three Thursdays starting, uh, May 27th. Then there's a week break. Uh, then they'll pick back up again for three Thursdays. And those are actually gravel bike rides. So folks will meet at, uh, Sheridan bicycle company and they got a new ride though, or a new route they'll ride each week. I would expect there's a good chance to probably get a Pretty cool Beaver Creek, uh, Beckton Road kind of mm. right out of that. Uh, of course, right now, man, what a beautiful time of year to yeah, go do that. Yeah. And and then as the summer progresses, the final three will be up on red grade trails and riding uh, what's currently there on the state land. So there's just like fantastic opportunities. We always ask, you know, helmet required, right? Because uh, yeah, I, you have to. Yeah. Um, but. That trail system right there, when you talk uh, Hidden Hoot Trail and Hoot, loop, hoot Loops, I, you know, that that's what everybody on a bike loves, right? Uh, so then, of course, last that trail itself opened in 2019. And then so last year, we were able to extend the trail system. And by building you know, at the top of the loop, you can go right over uh, onto some city of Sheridan property. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the link trail, which then segues immediately into the kicking horse trail. And so that with the completion of those two segments, that closes a 10 mile loop right there on the West edge of Sheridan, which uh, is fantastic for bikers. We also have tons of active trail runners who go out and train there. Uh, But then bringing it back more back home because I'm not your guy who's going to go out and run trail. That's not, not my speed, my shape, my, (laughs) I'm going to die within the first hundred yards of that pretty much. Right. It's going to be a beautiful first hundred yards. (laughs) You're going to be glad you saw it. Give yourself credit. But, but you have like, even within those first 100 yards, you have some tremendous views. Like you get into hidden hoot and you're down in that draw. That's pretty cool down in there, isn't it? Uh, It's hidden. You don't know that boy right up on top of that ridge. You know, there's, there's subdivision right up there, right? You know, like there's, there's an active golf course on either side of me at times. And see, you'll see golfers out there sometimes. And of course the golfers will come over and see the riders and check it out. And so that's been a really cool uh, partnership there. Uh, On top of that, you know, if you take uh, the original trail out there, the Soldier Ridge Trail, right? You know, so if you go all the way out four miles, uh, you get to the bench and you get an absolutely magnificent view of uh, the front range, right? But even within that, you know, like that within first that first mile, mile yeah, yeah. yeah. You get you, up there and get crest the hill. Yeah. Yep. And, and that's a cool spot. F- for most people all the deeper they get into the trail, because if they're just going out there to, you know, get a little bit of exercise over lunch or whatever, uh, or at night or just taking a quick walk, man, you get out there and come back. uh, That's good enough. And you get a great view. The cool part, that view from the bench, we're actually going to be bringing a little closer for people to enjoy here very soon. Carrie can tell us a little bit about that. Yes. I've been to the bench several times, taking panoramic views of the Bighorn mountains. We're going to have an interpretive sign with all the peaks and history and culture behind the Bighorn mountains and also the Plains Indian tribes names. 
some of the place names are also included. Yeah. It's a big sign, right? Like yes. six feet or so or four, four, feet, four feet. Okay. Two by four feet. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. And it yeah. will go like along the history's kind of hard to find on some of these peaks. Yes, we had yes, a even. lot of <laughs> confirming to yeah. do and double checking and researching. Yes. Absolutely. It, it, like it turns out there's not really one good place to confirm the name of what's up there. Yes. Oh, yeah. And and your buddy standing next to you is definitely not the one you want telling you, well, that's, well, that one's Black Tooth, that one's Woolsey, that one's the Inomitable, uh, Inomitable Snowman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Inomitable Snow Peak. Uh, yeah. I, it's just like, it, it's amazing what you learn when you actually have to go, okay, well, what mountain's that? What one's that? What one's that? Well, and Chris, I think you asked me this question the first time, like, Aaron, can you name the peaks? I'm like, no, I can't. <laughs> and I've lived here my whole life. I'm like, man, I don't even know the peaks. Like I could probably pick out black tooth or, you know, I, I don't know. Like, actually I shouldn't even say that. So but. <laughs> wait till the signs in here. Yeah. 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 I always assume was black because black tooth's the easy one, right? In theory, turns out the one that at least to me that I always thought was black tooth before I learned actually Woolsey. Yeah. You know, yeah. you got yeah. Woolsey and Blacktooth and what's the other one right there in that tight formation? In nominant. Okay. Yes. Okay. The innominable bull. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to repeat what Chris was saying because it would get my yeah. head. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that's all the Soldier Ridge Trail system now. Yep. So, you know, the Soldier Ridge Trail, Kicking Horse, the Link, the Hoot, we all bundled that together yeah. to kind of just make it a little bit easier. And you can get that, get to those trail systems from, you know, yeah. Zach's house, apparently. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, off Fifth Street, just west of town. It was kind of neat. So it's nestled right into town. Yep. So there's lots of little neighborhoods that can feed into that. And Chris forgot to mention, but it's also open to equestrian users as well. Yep. So it's, you know, yeah. we're multi-vehicled use on these trails yeah. as long as it's not motorized. So another cheap plug time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on Sunday, June 27th at 10.30 a.m., uh, there will be a bring your own horse trail ride. And so, oh. you know, as we talk about local partnerships, uh, Kristen Marcus from Chaps will be the person who uh, is leading that trail ride because uh, just as much as I'm not going to be out there trail running, <laughs> I don't have a horse. <laughs> so I, I certainly can't lead that. We'll, we'll lead that one to someone who is an equine expert awesome. and avid uh, trail rider themselves to kind of get people out there and, and help them realize that that resource is close to town. Yeah. B-Y-O-H. I had to ask Chris what that meant. <laughs> Bring your own horse. Bring like, your own oh, horse. Love that. Remember that ever from before. <laughs> I, uh, you asked Zach about the tra trail. So I've been on Soldier Ridge. We took um, family photos there. And then Red Grade, we took our engagement photos there. And then I was just on Hidden Hoot. So I've been on, those are the ones cool. I've been on. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk about um, the Malcolm Wallop because that, apparently has just started. You guys yeah, are starting on that system. Ronnie, our trail builder, though he just started, what, week and a half ago? Yeah. May 8th, yeah. Friday, or excuse half me, a mile Friday, May 7th. Already. Yeah. He's flying. I was out there today. Awesome. Visiting with him. You can ride it or run it uh, already. The portions that he's finished, and I'd say he's got about half a mile done. So that's Malcolm Wall oh, wow. Park is just the north end of town on your way 
to like the common center or okay. Weatherby or yep. the, the industrial park. Yep. That so that Northern, in. that kind yeah. of Northern development there. Yeah. It used to be called North park up until last summer. It's yep. Malcolm Wallet park now. And awesome. there's, you know, there's a, there's a paved figure eight trail out there right now. It's Sheridan pathways, city of Sheridan built. And this is a nice partnership. All of this stuff we're talking about is based on huge amount of partnering. Right. We can't, the partners in this great, this community are great. Mm -hmm. The city of Sheridan worked with us on uh, putting in this natural surface trail, which is what we're calling the trail in Malcolm Wallet Park, because we don't know what the heck the trail is going to be called yet. Apparently there's like in the trail building world, Ronnie, our trail builder, has shared that there's, you, you, you find the name of the trail. Not only are you building the trail, but you're we'll get the unearthing name the name of okay. the trail, apparently. And so cool. we don't know yet what that trail will be called, but we can describe its location. Yeah. And you can get out <laughs> well, there and use it. <laughs> we promise you this. It will be a wallop of a trail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. yeah. I see. <laughs> but, uh, you know, kind of building off of that, like when we say easier than ever before to go from your front door to the outdoors here in Sheridan County, that's going to be particularly true there because as Brad said, there's existing city of Sheridan, Sheridan pathway out there. Mm -hmm. Our trail ties into that directly. You'll be able to hook onto it right from the parking area out there. And because of the topography in that area, uh, because you are in a riparian floodplain, you have a lot of flat area. There's a little bit of hillside. There's a little bit of trees. There's a little bit of other habitats that you can experience. And that's where our trail is going to take you through. Uh, so it'll help you get off the concrete, but uh, it, it will be an absolutely perfect beginner biking trail and fantastic for hikers, runners, walkers, wildlife watchers, plant peepers, flower <laughs> finders, and apparently engagement photo takers. Yeah. Yeah. The whole species. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Hitting no, them all. But I mean, you, you know, so that piece of it right there is I, I, I never contemplated that trail systems that SCLT works with our community to build, uh, Ultimately, you think of those real easy ways to use them, right? Easy being the, the traditional ways of using a trail. You don't ever go, oh, man, that one's going to wind up being the backdrop for quite a few engagement photos over time, <laughs> you know, or, or wedding yeah. or family photos or whatever. you know. And, and so that's something I certainly had never thought of. But now that I know, I can work that into that whole line. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. So I'm not quite sure how I'm going to get there. <laughs> uh, I mean, that trail, you, it's it's it would be very approachable for all, you know, it's definitely all levels. Yep. Yeah. You can have fun as a beginner on it to a more advanced first half a mile or less. You can be down by the goose Creek and have that view. That's awesome. So if that's as far as you can get from the parking lot, half mile, there you go. That's all right. You'll pass Chris because you've only made it. You might see me on the wall coming back. <laughs> yeah, you might still be there. <laughs> if if you have some crawlers that I can dunk some worms in the creek, that would be even better. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, is that, uh, I want to hit on, you guys have mentioned here, natural surface trail. Is that kind of what we're leading into? Is it, it's a, you know, for all beginners or what's that mean? Cause I'm, I'm reading that here and Fancy you guys term for dirt. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> natural dirt. Yeah. yeah dirt trail. Yeah. Well, awesome. Uh, and and while that'll be the predominant material there, you will also, as we move up into the mountain on red grade trails, uh, you will also see parts of that trail 
built from other natural material there. So you might see flagstone rocks like that are sourced right there from the mountain as you build. Uh, those type of situations are at, as, and this is where I'm going to give you what Ronnie tells me. And I trust Ronnie because that man is our Monet of the mountains because what he builds is so beautiful. <laughs> Not splotchy. <laughs> impressionist with yeah, water 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 impressionist. Like <laughs> looks good from a distance beautiful landscapes <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Ronnie should be here to defend know, himself right? a little bit <laughs> well a uh, good lead into red grade because you guys have six miles right now from the base but yeah. the goal this year Ronnie's gonna be a busy guy sounds like you guys have you guys want to get 10 new miles in yeah eight to ten new miles awesome um, Ronnie uh, will be helped by a, a crew, a trail building crew out of uh, Rifle, Colorado. Okay. Uh, they'll be building six of that, uh, six of that eight to 10 miles. They should be up. I was talking to Ronnie earlier today. They should be coming up from Rifle uh, that first week of June, which will, it's still snowy up there. So fine by us, right? Yeah. How are you going to build a trail when you have to snow blow it first? So yep. we'll wait. I got, I got to the Aspens in my escape Friday night. Uh, I was hanging some signs on the red grade trailhead and said, decided, well, let's see how far I can drive up red grade tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then, the you know, <laughs> other than that, then the rest of it, Ronnie will be building. When I, when we say Ronnie, that's our shorthand, right? <laughs> yeah. Ronnie is helped by an army of volunteers, school groups, adults, uh, you know, kids of all ages. We've had Air Corps members. With, yeah, businesses come out, business days, volunteer days. It's awesome. The amount of community excitement about helping build these trails. And um, yeah, it's, it's just, it's fun to be part of that, you know. Yeah, that's and, awesome. Yeah. And, and the goal there, you know, big picture is to go from the base to Bear Gulch all on the trail. Help, you know, that helps move folk uh, some of that traffic up the road. One, one thing we do know, you know, the forest service, all their projections are that more and more people are going to be coming to the forest and visiting it. Right. So how can we, if we know more people are going to be enjoying our beautiful bighorns backyard and they should enjoy our beautiful bighorns backyard. How can you make that a more sustainable venture? So when you come in and, and you build these design trails, you know, these aren't your fall line trails that are going to turn into gullies for runoff and water coming down and, and, you know, snag up people's ankles and whatnot. And, and generally be the things I look at and loathe my, the, the butt kickers that I wind up having to go to, to fish. Right. You know, uh, these are the kind of trails that are going to stay. They're going to be there. They're properly designed. And we go out and give them a little bit of TLC to continue that. You know, at the same time, you also have trailheads with parking areas, which makes the mountain a safer place for folks to be. And, uh, and I'll go back into cheap plug <laughs> again in talking, uh, with one of our great friends, uh, Sarah Wallach, who she and her husband, Eric, or excuse me, she and her husband, Aaron, are uh, doing the uh, Wyo Gives Match Challenge again here this summer. So they're putting up $10,000 if community members donate 10000 to help us with the final push on the red grade build. And Sarah absolutely loves to get up 
and bike and, and experience the mountains. And as she describes it, and this is a woman who at one point in time was a professional mountain bike racer. So she's been all over. She knows what trails are all over the world. And she says, what we are building on red grade trails is world class. Mm. And that I didn't fully comprehend mm. until she told me about them being world-class and why. And because she has so many opportunities as you move from the base to Bear Gulch to experience different types of habitats, whether you're either open uh, out on the prairie or in a park or going through the trees or taking a long ride or a short ride. There's lots of solitude to be had out there. There's wildflower meadows. There's, and you get, fantastic open views of the anticline. I just, it's a place you can get up and get out and experience and then also slow down, take time and find a peace of mind, uh, which is just incredibly valuable as we've all gone through a pandemic world. Yeah. 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 These spaces that, you know, it's, they're great for physical health. So important for mental health for so many people. Absolutely. And, business opportunities too. If you want to get practical about them, these trails draw and attract great businesses to our community. Yep. Bring great employees to our community. And we're just so happy that we can be part of that opportunity cool. to bring yeah. that resource. Here. I want to, that's good. You both kind of just led me into my next question and then, um, we'll kind of, well, yeah. So we've talked on recreation, conservation, and history, you know, kind of that quality of life with your, what you're hitting on Brad. Um, why would somebody, you know, a group or business, um, want to consider SCLT as a partner? You know, you have a, a great wild gives match. Um, but what are some other things? Cause you guys are a nonprofit, you know, what are some other things that people might not know, you know, why it's a benefit to partner with you guys on, on a project. Um, I think, and you guys have hit on a lot of it, yeah. you know, world-class trails, you know, the conservation easements, but is there anything that we've missed so far? Cause we've hit on a lot of them, but I do want to make that clear to anybody listening. That's like, I, I have a project in mind. Well, we're nice people too. Yeah. That's, that's there the you go. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, we're, we're a local organization. We're made up with, there's 13 board members that are all local residents, uh, that care about this community. And I think that there's a space for your business or your, your individual or individuals to, um, show that, that they care about the community and the work that we're doing, whether that's through volunteering with us or whether that's through a sponsorship of our events. We have several events, event type sponsorships throughout the year, um, or just helping us along the way. Yeah, we have one, probably Chris Trail could do a shameless plug for that. Coming up here, we have this gorgeous water bottle. Oh, look at that. <laughs> this is actually our Trail Fest Dead Swede water bottle. Okay. That's a partnership with the Dead Swede 160, 40, 20. They got just about 650 riders that'll be coming into town in two weekends. And alongside that with us, we have Trail Fest. So it's going to be free fun for everyone yeah. in the park starting Friday, June 4th with Ghostbusters as our movie in the park, the 1984 classic. So, you know, <laughs> don't cross yeah. the streams, <laughs> but you can cross the stream to come into <laughs> Kendrick, Kendrick Park. He's just got all the word, the word play and the, um, what he does all day. I'll, uh, I'll match you though, because uh, Gobi Wild is going to be running the beer, beer and bacon station for the Dead Sweet. So uh, we are, really? we are, Fantastic. We are there. All right, so are you cooking that stations. on the spot or? 
We were told <laughs> that it was pre cooked. <laughs> find out. Yeah, we're gonna. Hours we're, yeah, we'll That's be an important aid station. Yeah. That is yeah. your last. We're excited. Yeah. No, they're, they're telling, they've told us it's a lot of fun. You get, you get all the riders, like you just said, cause they all go through there. So it's, yeah. we're, yeah, we're excited. So that yeah, station has saved my bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, Chris, <laughs> you're wearing off on him. Numerous times. I, I mean, you have to use that. One. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's awesome. So, uh, that's coming up here pretty quickly in the yeah. next couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, what else we got? We talked about the, the bike discovery trails, um, what are some other kind of big events that are, are coming up or maybe just big reveals too? What are some things that you want people to be looking out for or getting ready for? I'm working on a couple more history discovery sessions because we just finished three and one will have to do with the Black Diamond Coal Tipple and partnering with the Abandoned Mine Lands Association because okay. cool. they've been working on that project for a long time and it ties in with our Black Diamond Trail. And also trying to come up with a good idea with the Sheridan Inn. Yeah. So, so some big fall. ones. Yeah. Yes, yes. Still casting lines and trying to find some partners with that. I yes. might have to connect you with my great uncle. Okay. Because it, uh, well, this isn't Sheridan County. Never mind. That was bad. Um, in <laughs> Buffalo, apparently my family ran a coal mine. And oh. there was a fire and then they buried it. So that'd probably be part of the uh, abandoned coal mines. But so, that's yes. in Johnson County. So. They buried a coal mine? Yeah, this is back in like the twenties, the you know. How do you bury something that's already a hole in the Well, ground? it was on fire, so they just buried it with huh. dirt. Huh. Yeah. Okay. I think. I don't know. The black diamond mine that's by the cold tipple off of Goose Road was also on fire for a long time. Yep. So it kind of stopped its production. Yep. And that produced local coal for Sheridan. It was mm -hmm. a wagon mine. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. There's probably a lot of those. <laughs> no, I, I, what else is around the corner? I mean, there's always opportunities when it comes to uh, these discovery sessions have been really fun. There's, they tend to be led by community experts. We've had everything from what I always say, everything from history to, to birds, to, to learning how to bike and run on the trails and canoe believe it. Yeah. We have free floats. Yeah. Free floats. Yeah. Using our canoe trail or water trail. What are you even going to talk about? But there'll be what, once you, Shameless plug time again. What is yeah. <laughs> so the first on one cute. of those is Tuesday, June 13th, or excuse me, that is, it's a Sunday. The first float is on a Sunday and then there's a second one on a Tuesday. I believe it's Sunday, June, June 13th. And then uh, the next Tuesday, one the next Tuesday, June 22nd. And I know the time offhand for the first one and it is uh, from 1030 to Two. And that's using the Tongue River Water Trail? Yeah. That, so okay. that's going to go from Emerson Park or Sheltered Acres Park, depending on uh, which one you call it, what what map you happen to bring <laughs> up, right? And it'll go down to Thorn Rider Park. Uh, oh, gotcha. And everyone's meeting at Thorn Rider, and they're going to shuttle up. Uh, Sheridan Rec District's helping out with that. We have a couple of fantastic uh, local paddlers uh, who want to teach Karen. and get more people yeah. on the water between uh, Jared Koenig and David Klug. And they're leading that one now. So that's a, a limited amount. We need folks to go to our website. That's Sheridan CLT, like communitylandtrust.org. Uh, and you can reserve your spot. It's a free thing. So just by registering, you know, mm -hmm. sign up. It's like a limited to 20 spots. Um, Do you have to have a boat? 
Yes. In the case of that one, you do have to have a boat. What's cool at Trail Fest, you can come on down and you'll be able to get out and paddle. Now you're going to learn how to paddle. And because we're going to be at about peak runoff at that time, it'll be in the Kendrick Park pool. Uh, but Rocky Mountain Discount Sports, where you can rent kayaks and stand up paddle boards and, and they sponsor our water trail map. Oh. Uh, so uh, for any potential business that's out here, you might get me giving you a cheap plug. Whenever <laughs> I'm talking somewhere. Uh, and how sponsorships go. Yeah. 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 Uh, towards you. yeah, yeah. But uh, so at that trail fest uh, presented by Bighorn Mountain Radio Network uh, with additional support from. First Interstate Bank, First Federal <laughs> Bank and Trust, and Pure Energy Fitness. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Um, you'll have an opportunity to learn uh, from our trails coordinator, Tammy Sorensen, who's at, at, in addition to being like an avid outdoor everything and avid paddler. Uh, and of course, all that information is on our on website. website. Uh, what else do we have coming up from a we? You know, do we want to give a weekend? He was asking for a big reveal. We do have another big event coming up here this fall. We have In Bloom on Wednesday, October 20th. Uh, and that one's actually presented by Sheridan Media. Okay. And it is going to feature Ronan Donovan. Oh. Donovan, who this summer will be up above the Arctic Circle filming for Planet Earth 3. Ronan spent time in Yellowstone uh, uh, photographing, documenting uh, wolves, bison, all the interrelationships of wildlife within the park for National Geographic, uh, then wound up uh, above the Arctic Circle on Ellesmere Island uh, documenting it, 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 it really was like the first contact uh, to a family of wolves on Ellesmere Island. And so that's where he's returning to this summer, as I believe. And that's like what he, you can watch that on Netflix can, now. It's a, You can watch that on Disney Plus. Is that what it is? Oh. It's on Disney Plus. <laughs> okay. yes. yeah. and, uh, that's, and that's in bloom and that's October. Yeah. yeah. Ronan, National Geographic fellow, Ronan Donovan, National Geographic fellow, and Brad Bowers, former uh, roommate. So, that's oh, wow. That cool. So, <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So we were, we were able to get, uh, one heck of a guest. Thanks heck to yeah. uh, old connection. Yeah. Awesome. That's no, that's, that's a great reveal. We'll take that. Yeah. We'll yeah. take that announcement. Um, I think last thing, Zach, unless you've got something is, um, I'll have Brad kind of end out, you know, to emphasize you guys are a nonprofit, yeah. you know, we kind of hit on what you guys do and what you guys cover, but, um, you know, just kind of give us your last, you know, kind of reminder to people here, like where they can donate, um, you know, where maybe they can sign up for volunteering opportunities um, and then where they can, you know, and maybe Chris can end out with where the social media and stuff is, but <laughs> I want you to kind of take that one and then he can. Sure. Um, yeah. Uh, any support that anybody can, you know, community members or worldwide can give us is great. You know, we, you can go to Sheridan CLT as in communitylandtrust.org, make a donation there. Um, you can send us a check, 52 South Main, uh, Sheridan, Wyoming, or PO Box 7185. Um, but your gift, your, whether it's volunteering or a cash contribution or sponsorship of an event, that goes to, as we hopefully have demonstrated today, discussed, like, these are awesome, cool local projects that are celebrating the, our, 
our community. They're celebrating what makes Sheridan great. And we, again, are just humbled to be part of, of continuing to make Sheridan be a, a fantastic place to call home. Yeah. Whether you're a business, whether you've been a multi-generation rancher, or whether you're like me who just showed up four years ago from Bozeman and are excited to have a new place to call home, I think you'll find a home with us as well. Yeah. Awesome. And then Chris can end out kind of where we can find everything on maybe social media wise. Uh, well, you can find us on Facebook at Sheridan CLT. Uh, also, same thing, Sheridan CLT on uh, your Instagram. We also have a YouTube channel. It doesn't have a nice uh, back end on it. So I would suggest visit our website, Sheridan CLT, like communitylandtrust.org. And you can click the YouTube icon and it'll take you to our channel. And you can see some of our videos, including those uh, historical tours that Carrie has. Those are very easily accessed from there. Uh, but most importantly, why support Sheridan Community Land Trust? Just because it's Sheridan community, our Sheridan community and Sheridan County. Uh, it's not just for people who live in Sheridan County, but it's for anyone who has Sheridan County living in their hearts. Fantastic. Carrie, do you have anything to add off of those? Oh, well, I'm also new to Sheridan. So I'm like Chris in all of the beauty of the bighorns and still exploring them. And very happy to see the views of the bighorns because I come from suburbia in the East Coast where you don't oh. have many views. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, we got something special here. Yeah. We yeah. sometimes forget that we do. And yeah. Yes. It's yes. worth it's worth conserving and it's worth celebrating and recreating in. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. When on my ride through Hidden Hoot, I did exactly what Chris was like, wow. Like uh, seriously, I got <laughs> over the hill and I'm like, I didn't know this was back here. Yeah. Um, so gems. yeah, so it's, it's fantastic. And we love what you guys, obviously, you know, we've both have been on the systems. Um, we're excited to see red grade. We're excited to see, um, the wallop, you know, whatever that, yeah. whatever that name uh, becomes, but, um, thank you guys for coming by. We really appreciate it. Um, again, that was Brad Bauer. I'm going to mess this up, Carrie. Okay. Carrie Edinger. Edinger. Edinger and Chris Verba of the Sheridan Community Land Trust. Thank you guys for stopping by. And if you guys ever want, um, you kind of, you know, Chris already kind of gave away all the big announcements, but um, <laughs> if you guys ever want to, uh, you know, announce an event, you know, promote something, let us know. We're more than happy to have you guys back in here and, and give you guys a opportunity oh, we'll to take share. you up on that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. We'll have a whole lineup for the fall. Perfect. We love it. Yeah, we love that. So thank you guys. Um, and we'll catch everyone next time. Thanks. Thank, thank you. you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you.